How many times have you failed this week, my friend? Oof, did that question make you squirm a bit? Failure often has a negative connotation. In this episode, I'm here to share some of the things I've learned about failure on my journey and how shifting your mindset can help you see failure as your new best friend. I'm Carly Newman, and you're listening to Flipside of Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife and beyond who want to feel inspired, hopeful, confident, and more satisfied with life than ever before. My passion is to help you explore this transformational time of life, prioritize your wants and needs, and make these years your best years. It's at the heart of my business, and it's why I show up here to dig into relevant topics that help you expand into the powerful and resilient woman you are. Get on my email list for weekly tidbits, shop my unique Made for Midlife and Beyond online shop, or work closely with me in my coaching programs, virtual workshops, and private wellness getaways. If you happen to be in Phoenix, I'd love to see you at my monthly wellness events. I'm a coach for women in midlife and beyond because I don't want you to spend years figuring it out on your own like I did. Don't waste precious time. You're more likely to get what you want on the flip side of midlife when you have the support of someone who has traveled the road before you, understands where you are, and cheers for you as you move closer to where you want to be. Take a baby step, my friend. Visit my website, 823groupaz.com, to see what feels right for you. Why do we tend to view failure through a lens of negativity? Well, think back to your childhood. Failing grades? Not acceptable. Failure to get picked for the team or end up with a lower score? You're a loser. Fail in front of other kids? Get laughed at. I'm guessing you can come up with a laundry list of examples from your early years that created a justifiable negative view of failure. But it probably didn't stop at your behaviors or outcomes. When you failed, it very likely seeped into your identity. You didn't just get an F, lose the game, or make a mistake in public. You saw yourself as a failure. So here you are now in midlife and beyond, and maybe you're still holding on to that younger you version of failure. If that's the case, it's time to reframe your mindset, my friend. Take a deep breath, grab your journal, notebook, or favorite app, and get ready for some note-taking. If now's not a good time for you to write, listen through to the end of the episode so you know what to expect, then come right back here when you're ready. I'll include the time marker in the show notes and transcript. I could go on for hours about failure and how our dislike of it holds us back. But I prefer to keep these episodes impactful while being easy to fit into your day, so I'll stick to three relatable tendencies that fueled my negative view of failure. Perfectionism, people-pleasing, and comparison. I worked to change my perspective on failure, and you can too. Let's start with perfectionism. By nature, I'm type A. To top it off, I grew up participating in a sport where perfect was the objective. Unlike the valuable life skills I walked away with, like a strong work ethic and teamwork, perfectionism has done me few favors. To this day, I still struggle with remnants of it. What have I learned about perfectionism during my midlife and beyond journey thus far? Well, I've learned that it's a personal flogging device. It fuels feelings of inadequacy and diminishes the desire to step out and try new things. It fosters over-analysis and makes it difficult to finish projects that aren't up to impossible standards. Perfectionism is a narrow and stressful place with no room for failure. 
except that perfect is impossible, so you're basically always failing. You just can't win. For me, when I notice and release my perfectionist tendencies, life is a hell of a lot more enjoyable. I'm a nicer person to be around too. I've learned to adopt a good enough attitude, which helps me avoid analysis paralysis, get stuff done, and accept the beauty of imperfection. I also feel free to be curious and try new things. I'm okay with feeling like a messy beginner, and I even expect to fail. It feels so good to be in the moment and not have that pressure on myself. Let's talk about people-pleasing. Although I have an independent, some may call it rebellious, streak, I grew up wanting to please the authoritarian figures in my life. I would do just about anything to avoid disappointing them. In my young brain, disappointing them was failing. Hence, failing was bad. I held on to my people-pleasing-induced dislike of failure into adulthood. Early on in midlife, I decided to stop seeking the approval of others, and I started to see mistakes as learning opportunities. I recognized the lessons I could learn from failure helped me grow as a person. Failure became a lot easier to swallow. Now let me tell you about my experience with comparison. It's human nature to compare ourselves with others, and it's used all around us from the time we're born. Think of the growth charts and various bell curves you've encountered along the way. Now there's social media and the internet to deal with. The ultimate comparison trap, in my opinion. In that realm exists the miserable opportunity to see how your life pales in comparison to others as they post snippets of their carefully curated lives. Digest that content and it's easy to view your own life as a failure or at the very least, less than. I ditched my comparisonitis in a couple of ways. First, I spend as little time as possible on social media and I unfollow any account that creates even the slightest bit of a pit in my stomach, no matter who it is. I made a promise to myself to keep my social media positive, helpful, and authentic. Second, I brought more self-compassion, kindness, and understanding into my life. I recognize and appreciate that I am on my own journey and I celebrate my unique gifts. It's unfair to compare where and who I am to anyone else. These have helped me eradicate the self-doubt and feeling of being a failure that comparison brought up for me. Now I appreciate my failures, and there are many of them, my friend. When I fail, I celebrate my willingness to step out of my comfort zone. I pivot instead of beating my head against the wall when something isn't working. I notice how failures are boosting my creative thinking, problem-solving skills, and resiliency. It truly has been liberating for me to see failure as a positive. Sure, it still stings and disappoints sometimes. When that happens, I allow myself to feel the feelings, I process it, I learn from it, and then I get on with it. I don't dwell there any longer. I know my failures have as much to do with where I am and who I am as my successes. Failure is not who I am. It's not who you are either. Here are three related journaling prompts for you, my friend. First, what in your life formed a negative view of failure for you? Remember, I can attribute mine to perfectionism, people-pleasing, and comparison. Second prompt for you, how did a past failure result in something positive for you? Sometimes it's easy to find the lesson in failure. You notice it right away. But sometimes it takes space and time before you see the positive side of it. Those are sometimes big life situations where that lesson might be buried pretty deep. 
Think and write in as much detail here as you can to answer this prompt. The third prompt, what are two to three ways you want to shift your mindset around failure? Be as specific as you can here. This will really help you uncover how you can think in a more positive light about failure. Okay, it's time to wrap this episode. I encourage you to view failure as a result of your willingness to learn and expand and try new things. Think of it as a learning opportunity that is building resilience and ingenuity. See failure as a sign of reaching for the big, bold, beautiful life you choose to live. If you're failing, my friend, you're growing. If you're growing, then you're doing this midlife and beyond thing how it's supposed to be done. Remember this, you are not a failure when you fail. Shift your mindset around failure, experience the freedom it offers you, and make it your friend. Thanks for listening to Flipside of Midlife. I'd love to hear from you. What light bulbs turned on for you during this episode? Send me an email at carly at 823groupaz.com. Or if you're listening on Spotify, use your mobile app to respond to my Q&A and poll questions. Wherever you listen, it's helpful if you hit the button to follow, subscribe, rate, or write a review. When you do, the algorithms help other women in midlife and beyond find this podcast. Help your sisters out. 